Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 417 for comics originally releasing on November 22nd, 2017. Right smack dab at the end of the month. Right before Thanksgiving for those of us in America. Drew, before we get into what's happening in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday. Uh, I missed you last week. And we missed a lot in the world of comics. Yeah. Um, last week we would have... Uh done our previews picks um in the in the top 10 uh of the numbers and this week we would have done the actual numbers um now we're gonna do all that stuff in one (laughs) because because it's comics are fun and profit where we've been zero weeks without a missed episode (laughs) so we're starting our streak over again um and number one with a bullet was uh for the month was uh was uh, Dark Knight Metal issue number three. Yeah, and I'm not. Why am I not on the right page? That's a great question. But it's pretty rad that uh we've got very little attrition with this Dark Knight's Metal. Um, people are just sticking with it. So I mean, it's number three in the saga of that mini, and it was 158 thousand, where the previous issue, issue two, was 162 thousands. That's pretty so, good. Pretty good to see it holding steady. Yeah, that is pretty good. Um, did you see who won the? I didn't look at the. T- see, I'm all out of sorts. I didn't. We didn't do the regular thing. Who won the? Was it Marvel again? Did they win the share and the? I did not even look at that. Yeah, well, who cares then? <laughs> uh, coming in at number two was Mighty Thor, uh, seven hundred, which did one hundred and fifteen thousand. That's a really good number from for Mighty Thor. Yeah, no doubt. Um, the old legacy number kicked it up there. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man also got it some juice for its legacy number. 789 came in at rank 3 and did 110,000. Uh, Batman 32 and Batman 33. Now, 32 was the end of War and Roses or Riddles and Jokes. <laughs> jokes and Riddles. Jokes yeah. and Riddles. <laughs> and uh, it did 109 and then plummeted. For the for the thirty third issue, which was the first mm-hmm. Joel Jones, I believe. Yeah. And uh, so, about eleven thousand people dropped that, and they don't know what they missed out on. Yeah. Overall, art. overall unit share Marvel thirty eight, DC thirty five. Overall dollar share Marvel thirty six, DC thirty. Huh. An image and, holding uh, holding steady around ten. Uh, yeah, eleven, eleven on dollar. And a squish under ten on unit. Higher on dollar. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Despicable Deadpool comes in at rank six with ninety three thousand. Uh, it was it also a legacy number two eighty seven. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we have Batman the Drowned, the Dr- the Dawnbreaker, and the Merciless, and then the White Knight. Three of those are metal books. White Knight is getting lost in the flood of metal books. Um, so they come, they finish out the top 10, uh, those four, and they're all in the high 80s, so 89 oh, yeah. to 86. Um, I really think that Batman White Knight needed to be in a different, needed to let this metal thing play out. <laughs> it is getting kind of a... It's just getting so long, and it's really good. It's but, very, yeah, absolutely. I mean, how much Batman can some one pe- person read? I mean, there's one, two, three, four, five, six in the top ten. Six Bat books. <laughs> Batman books. Not Bat books. Batman books. 
That's yeah, crazy, right? Books. Yeah, that's a ton. Um, and but, when's the last time you saw The Walking Dead pushed down to number 22? I know, that is nuts, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, that is really bad. Nothing um, crazy, nothing gimmicky going on, so only a 64,000 print run on that, but pushed out of even the top 20. Yeah. Um, amazing. It really it really got shoved down there. Yeah. And, but uh, That's crazy. Um, uh, we have X Men Gold, which sold eighty thousand. Venom, uh, selling seventy six. We're kind of a cluster of of Marvel books right outside the top ten. Um, leading into like what you said, uh, Walking Dead. So one seventy one was the first Princess, mm-hmm. right? And then so that was a big number, and then it, and then it dropped precipitously. Precipitally st- th- this well, month. F- yeah, there's something going on with these Marvel numbers here because if you look at X Men Gold and Venom and Spider Gwen and X Men Blue, like they are double their previous month. So something's going on there. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know if they're lenticulars. Um, Eric from Cowabunga would be able to tell us what, was, what what the tiers were and what 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 the gimmicks were. Yeah, um, but I don't know, and I don't have that that. That sheet up in front of me. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is Venom 155 76 thousand the previous month only twenty five thousand? That's crazy. Yeah, I think it's probably it's probably all because of lenticular, right? To to trigger lenticulars, yeah, or is that next? Way. Is that next the month after? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to check into that. Um, what happened in the month of October? I don't remember. I don't know. It's been a long time. Uh. Action Comics, uh, it's Lenticular Edition. Yeah, that's the Lenticular we know about. So that did 65,000, and then the, the next Lenticular did 60,000. And since there, should there be other actions on here somewhere? I believe so. But nobody wanted them? I don't even, I don't even see them. Maybe they lumped them together this time. They are at a different price point, so they are not going to lump them together. I keep telling you that. Well... Things so change. Action Comics nine eighty nine non lenticular is at rank one oh seven and non lenticular version of nine ninety at rank one fourteen. Well, with it, if you added the uh the orders together, um eight eight nine eighty nine and nine ninety would have placed uh rank number nine and number twelve. Yep. It would have pushed them way up there. So that's kinda cool. Yeah, very nice. Let's see. Anything else? Uh, that top 50-ish area look interesting. Mr. Miracle still holding steady at 40,000. That's that's pretty that's good. Right, yeah. Three issues in. Spirit of Vengeance by Marvel uh, with its number one book right there at 58,000 for rank 25. I'm trying to think what that was. Which one? Spirit of Vengeance, Spirits of Vengeance. Oh yeah, that was that thing that came out of uh, Legacy. Mm-hmm. That was um, Ghost Rider. Saga dips below forty thousand sales as it as it nears fifty. Um, Do we think he's going sixty, or what's he going with this? I don't know. I mean, I don't think he cares about the money. No, um, no, no. But normally so, he writes, you know. Why the last man ended at fifty on the dot? Sixty. 
60 on the knot. Machina ended at... 50. 50. So he likes those killing points. Yeah. Um, I'm, it's, he's probably going to leave it up to Fiona. Or, or it's up to him, her and the two of them together, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm sure the naysayers will decry the saga is falling. And, but there's an awful lot of people that are moving to trade on saga. Yeah. I'm still oh, buying it, though. I'm I think... Still- I think they're mistaken. I think it's better in, in single issues. Completely agree. But I also think Walking Dead works better in single issues, and not a lot of people agree with me there either. Shadow and Batman, the inverse of Batman and Shadow, this one being the Dynamite release at rank 58, so that's a big win for uh, mm-hmm. Dynamite there. 38,949. Nightwing plummets. Down to below 32,000 and is on its way into the 20s by next month. No. Yep. Bye bye, Nightwing. Oh. Unless, you're my, unless you're a metal, tie, metal tie in, you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> but look at all these rebirth titles down here in the low 30s. Yeah. You know, it's getting back down into the uh, new 52 after the honeymoon period wore off. Remember those days? I do. Wasn't I do. reading a lot of a lot of DC back uh, after that. Towards the end, I think I was reading Batman in <laughs> DC <laughs> at the end of New Fifty Two. So let's hope uh, let's hope they maintain some some good stuff here. I still always had Nightwing. You always have Nightwing. Well, do you? Shut it. <laughs> I have extra. We have, we have all kinds of Nightwing going on here. Yeah, yeah. Nightwing, the new no new order, new number order. three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, that's coming in. Issue number three coming in at rank 106 at 23,506. Let's see. We've got uh, Killer Be Killed, 17,000. It's at rank 129. Maestros by Image, the new Image number one, rank 128, 17,926. Neil Adams uh, publishing Ragman through DC. It's first issue seventeen two twenty. Yeah, on that one. We talked about slots. Is that yeah. what you're talking? I was going. I was going to say slots. Yeah, go for it, it. Take over. It was really good, and uh, I I liked it a lot. Dan Panosian did uh, writing in the art, and it did almost fifteen thousand. Came in at rank one thirty nine. Sold through. Went to a second print. Uh, went to a second print that was a cool second print with a different variant. Yeah. Um, that we have. Uh, place an FOC order with our good friends at Cowabunga and uh, have those on the way. Mm. We're excited about those. Family trade number one. That was uh, Justin Jordan? Yeah. Yeah, I think he wrote that with like his girlfriend or something like that. Yeah. It's first issue. Only 12000 on that one. So nice slow run for that number one. I'm going to hold on to those for a little bit and see what happens with that books. Yeah, yeah. Reorder activity for Batman the Murder Machine from the previous month. Another 10000 on the second print of that. Same thing with Red Death. Wow. Royal City, even with its, its cover gimmicks, which I thought were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Only be able to pump up its sales to 13000 and living right outside the, uh, the top 150 at 153. Hmm. 
Good little number for uh, The Tick, number one, from New England Comics, coming in at rank 201, 8,660. Ah, that's my first New England Comics mention that's in a, a long yeah, time. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Shirtless Bear Fighter finished up with 11,000 comics, and it's, I think, only arc. I don't think they're going to do another one. Maybe they will. Uh, came in at ranks 168. Was a wacky and fun little series. Got people excited for a little while. Hillbilly number eight from Albatross Books. Albatross Funny Books. Um, 35 weeks late on number eight. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's lost interest. Uh, readers are kind of losing interest, so yeah. it's too bad. Why oh. is the Rough and Ready show number one at rank 200 highlighted? Is it because it's 200 just to, as a marker, or does that mean something? That is only on yours, sir. It is only on mine? Well, that's weird. <laughs> oh, is that like what it? I don't. Why is it doing that? Huh? I don't know. There you go. How do computers work? Pitch Planet Triple Feature uh, finished up its arc uh, number five. Came in at eighty four hundred, and uh, it was a really cool anthology. Uh, inside the the world of Bitch Planet, I really liked it. I hope they do that again. But uh, I think there towards the end they started uh, bringing in male writers, even though it was supposed to be um, showcasing new female talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and they ran out of new female talent there by <laughs> by the fifth issue, and and brought Rat Fraction in to write one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, if they, I think she said if. Uh, Kelly Sue said if they find if they can find it, you know, new voices to share, they'll do another round of it. But uh, they were, stories were uneven, but I thought it was really cool and a good read, and it would be fun anthology to read in trade. I think with probably fifteen different little stories uh, that take place in the Bid, Bitch Planet universe, it'd be that'd be kind of cool. Other than that, just small numbers and uh, comics that are being underread. Yeah, Manifest Destiny at seven thousand and two rank two twenty four. That's a bummer. Lark's Killer at three fifty two with only three thousand one fifteen. Yeah, Motor Girl, which I think it's ending, right? I, th- I believe you're right. Yeah, I think it's ending at ten. Um, I had it. I have them stacked up. And stopped. I haven't read one since like five, and now I'm thinking, eh, what's the rush? What's the rush? Right? They'll you ever? You ever? Just you know, be there. Yeah, they'll just be there. They're not really get going to be catching up. They're not going to be doing any more, so I don't have to worry about it. Huh. Where was Scooby Apocalypse? I must have missed Scooby Apocalypse. I didn't see it either. I wonder if it missed that month. Saw Scooby Team Up, but.
Scooby Apocalypse, rank 152, 13, 4, 78. It's 18th issue. Man, that's been going on for 18 issues. Holy cow. Yeah, I just read 19, and um, it's kind of switched gears. You know, I've been reading reading it a long time. My reading since it came out, and it was um, pretty awful. Um, <laughs> and But I kept reading it, and now it's kind of taken on... Uh, kind of like a little survivalist Twilight Zone-y vibe. And uh, it's going in some different directions and less dumb, I think. And it's been... Or maybe I'm just numb to it at this point because I've read 19 issues. Um, But I like it more. I like it more now. Yeah. But I mean, who's who would who would have who else would have sat through nineteen issues to get to this point? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> where it got better, everybody else would have quit. Not me. <laughs> the one the one comic I stick stick with through and through is Scooby Apocalypse. That's a hill you can go ahead and die on on your own. There, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's about that's it. That's all I got in the numbers. Yeah, sounds good to me. Well, let's shoot over to uh, the previews catalog and um, start where we always start in uh, in Dark Horse. And this is uh, previews for November, which will with for product that'll be in shops in January. First so, year. Yeah. So the orders are due at some comic shops today, as you're listening to this. Um, in other places, it'd be the the twenty second. So we're we're right at the cutoff, basically, um, to help you in in any way, shape, or form. Um, uh, first and foremost is is Hungry Ghost number one, and this is an Anthony Bourdain book. Yeah. Um, so it's part of the Burger Books imprint. Burger, not hamburger, but B E R G E R. Uh, but it is Anthony Bourdain, who's the chef, and he's doing this book with uh, Vanessa Del Rey and a Paul Pope cover, and it's uh, ab- about international chefs and this weird old samurai game that I'm not aware of called 100 Candles. Um, so it looks like it's like scary stories and things like that. Um, so. You never know when you get with, uh, like, celebrity Celebr- yeah, Kareem, writers. The Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's or yeah. you get the, uh, the Gerard Ways or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of uneven, and uh, some of the stuff is interesting, and some of the stuff's really good. So uh, uh, I'm, I'm picking that up because I, I think it's got some novelty, and it might have some cross-appeal, and therefore might be in demand because of his notoriety. You just gonna commit to the four right now, or just try that one and go? Joe, just one, just the first one. Yeah, Dark Horse miniseries haven't been great for me, but uh, I'll probably snag this one as well. Uh, Mike Mignola has another number one, uh, Koshi the Deathless, with art by Ben Stenbeck, and um, it's a it's it's in the Hellboy universe, so a certain. Um, folks will will dig that. I'm, I'm not much of a Hellboy reader, um, so I'll probably will be sitting sitting that one out. I like. Uh, I looked at Vinegar Teeth. Did you see that one? A one of four. 
uh, also in Dark Horse. They call it a Lovecraft meets Lethal Weapon mashup type comic. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I read that one. Huh. Yeah. I have to read just to see what that is. Usually those when blank meets blank aren't quite that uh well, lately we've been getting when blank and blank and blank and blank meet and at yeah. least they're only using two things for this. Yeah. Time, so. I like it when they keep it a little more simple. Yeah. Um as we look into uh DC, unless you had something else in Dark Horse. Nope, nope, nope. Normally one or two is my go to. Um we have uh some metal stuff. We've got sideways number one. That's uh, something happened during the Dark Knight's Metal, and I don't know if this is spoilery or not. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think if a high school junior Derek James accidentally fell through a rift into the dark matter dimension. Now, as sideways, he can create rifts in midair to leap through dimensions at will. Um, so, kind of like a poor man's version of uh, Spot. Yeah, or, okay, I was thinking uh, Nightcrawler. Oh yeah. Okay, I can see that too. Um, okay, so this is a new character being introduced. This will be his first appearance, unless he was he made an appearance in Dark Knight's Metal that I haven't seen yet. Um, so it's worth a flyer uh, to see if he catches on. Um, he's got a decent look to him. He's blue and white, and um, I don't know. He looks very similar to Blue Beetle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got a Blue Beetle look to him. Yeah, you're right. And this is uh, we. St- this has got these uh, weird flappy covers as well. We haven't seen these released yet to see if they're all just horrific or not. That's is this fold out? Yeah, vertical fold out cover design diagrams. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Jeff Lemire writing the terrifics. Yeah. Are you excited about that? Nope, moving on. <laughs> and we weren't excited about Immortal Man or Damage necessarily in last week or last month. Silencer. Tom King writing the Swamp Thing. That piques my interest. Oh, okay. There we go. What Art number is that? Uh, it's page 75, just right there. Writer Tom King. Art and cover by Jason Fabok. It is a $8, 80-page one-shot. Um, oh, pass. It just seems kind of neat. I, yeah. Tom King, I think, writing that would be fun. Featuring the final tale of Swamp Thing by legendary writer Len Wein. I'll do my best uh, Snagglepuss uh, impression. Uh, exit stage left, even. Uh, the Snagglepuss, Carl. That was terrible. That okay. was, what was that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, don't ha- I don't have the uh, the theatrics to pull off off. Snagglepuss. But anyway, the first issue for Exit Stage Left, The Snagglepuss Chronicles, number one, written by my man, Mark Russell. My man, Mark Russell, uh, who did The Flintstones, with art by Mike Feehan and a cover by Doc Shaner. And uh, it's 1953 when the United States is locked in a nuclear arms race with the Soviet Union. The gay southern playwright known as Snagglepuss is the toast of Broadway, but success has made him a target. As he plans for his next hit play, Snagglepuss becomes the focus of the House Committee on Un-American Activities, 
And when powerful forces align to purge show business of its most subversive voices, no one is safe. Drama, horror, horror tragedy, it all starts in exit stage left. All right, I, I, I'm going to be snobbish on this. I would love to see the interior art on this, because if it's like trying to be true to form cat, like in the A cover, that's going to freak me out and I'm never going to get through it. <laughs> if, okay. if, if it's cartoony, there's at least a shot of me making it to the last page. But the but cover you don't do, like? But yeah, if if that's snaggle, snaggle puss in this, I, I, I can't, it's going to freak me out. I can't do this weird anthropomorphic, almost real cat. Yeah, they did it, um, like for the Flintstones, it was cartoony. So yeah, I can want, roll with that. But the covers were also cartoony, so that would be a deviation, would it not? Yeah. But I'm going to check it. I want to get this, get on the ground floor this time because I came late to the party on Flintstones and had to go buy back issues on the secondhand market. And well, hassle. if you'd have waited, aren't they like a nickel now? No, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm throwing shade at. <laughs> what did Flintstones ever do to you? <laughs> Nothing really. Actually, Flintstones wasn't bad. Scooby Doo's the one that bothered me. Yeah, yeah. Those those I've sold all those off. Um, what we got here? Batman and the Signal. Uh, people excited about this? No. I no. mean, that's a resolicit. We've talked about that before. Oh, okay. It's a resolicit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Keep forgetting you're, you're looking at digital. I'm flipping through a book. Yeah, so when you're telling me, oh, it's on page 75, I'm like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> we continue Joe L. Jones doing the art for Batman 38 and 39. And cover work as well. Oh, 38 and 39. So she's... that's That wouldn't be a full arc yet, though, right? Ah, Correct. So Correct. she might roll off after the arc. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, probably have to. To keep up with double shipping. Mm-hmm. But maybe she'll come back. Batman Team and T number 3 of 6. White Knight number 4 of 8. That is a wicked cover on that White Knight. I kind of, okay, I kind of wouldn't mind dipping into Batwoman to kind of see that, you know, Batwoman's pretty, kind of a dark book and very serious. Yeah. And uh, I kind of sometimes like it when uh, uh, Professor Pig is done in a very serious and dark gritty kind of way. So I actually think that's a good villain in that kind of a book, uh, and that kind of intrigues me. Okay. Because he can come off real hokey and dumb. Yeah. Or super, super creepy. Uh, Usually super creepy, I think. Um, I, I kind of like my Professor Pig super creepy. Yeah. Um, Motherlands, number one. It's a six-issue miniseries written by Cy Spurrier. Um, well, well, I'm sorry, Simon Spurrier now. Ooh. Ooh. With art by Rachel Stott and cover by Eric Canetti. In a crazed future where unhinged technologies and interconnected parallel Earths have given rise to a spectacular class of supercriminal, the most beloved celebrities aren't actors or rock stars, but the bounty hunters who traverse an exotic multiverse in search of impossible prey. But when the spotlight-shunning, straight-laced tracer known as Tab finds herself in an ultraviolet race for her greatest prize yet, she's forced to work with her greatest enemy, the only person capable of IDing him, her elderly 
overbearing and hypercritical mother who was once the most fabulous and celebrated bounty hunter of them all. Okay. Interesting. Um, it's three ninety nine. Uh the cover's pretty wicked. I like it. And uh I don't know if that's indicative of what the interior art might look like, but uh, I think it might be worth checking out. Very nice. I wonder what imprint this is. Does it does Motherlands is that in uh, Vertigo? Not sure on that one. That's where not having the paper copy hurts me. <laughs> Art Jerem still doing the cover bees on Supergirl, even on this one as well through January, so that's good. Not getting you don't think we're getting Art Jerem uh, fatigue? I'm not. I just saw that he's doing uh, something for Aquaman coming up in the near future. Yeah, that Mara book. Yeah, that looks pretty rad. Like, I never... I, so far, I've still not not gotten sick of Jenny Frizen B covers or Frank Cho B covers, so... True. True, true, true. That's kind of all I saw in DC. Yeah. you saw something else. Right there with you on those. Um, everybody's favorite IDW. Uh, we have uh, Kitty Book Tangled, based on the movie, I'm guessing. Were you asking about Motherlands? Is that what you were not asking yeah, about before? Yeah. That is Vertigo. Vertigo. Interesting. Star Wars Adventures breaking out. What number are we on to up to now? Well, we have we have looks like spinoffs. Oh, Star Wars Adventures: Forces of Destiny, Princess Leia. Star Wars Adventures: Forces of Destiny, Rey, Hera, Ahsoka and Padme, Rose and Paige. Oh, so. and is one of those um, the John Jackson Miller writing writing those? Nope. He said, "I think he said he was going to be do, doing one of those coming up." Yeah, not yet on that one. Yeah, and then our Star Wars adventures are our, our mainline titles on issue six. Well, um, I liked Star Wars Adventures, the one I read, uh, but I don't want to read six spinoffs. Are you <laughs> interested in that? No, I'm actually. When I saw that, I'm very disappointed. That's crazy. Are those just one shots? Are they launching series? Doesn't say. You know, though, let me rethink that because if I come out of Force Awakens and loved it mm-hmm. and want more Ray adventures, I yep. would want to. I would want to read a book that's just about her. That would be cool. What's the other guy's name? Uh, okay, we have Princess Leia, Hera, Leia, Ray. We, we don't have, have the we don't have the dude. We have a Hera. We have Ahsoka and Padme, and Rose and Paige. Rose and Paige. I don't even know who that is. Adventure Forces of Destiny. Huh? Yeah, I can see that appealing. 
to youngsters who dig the dig the movies. That would be fun. Why not? Yeah, I mean, I've I've always said the more Star Wars, the better. So I guess I can't go against that now. Yeah, I just don't. This won't be for me, <laughs> but I hope it sells well. There you go. Tangled number one, and we also have uh, on some of these IDWs they are doing Funko Pop covers, so which means they're drawing their characters with those freaky giant eyes. I don't like Funko Pops. I don't get them. I got a few. I got I got something I really like. It. Did you see the Saga set that's coming out here in the next few months? Oh. If anything, someone will jump you over. It's pretty rad. That Lion Cat one. Oh, that's awesome. I want it so bad. Huh. Yeah. What do they run normally? Ten bucks? Twenty bucks? Ten, twenty bucks, depending. Between ten and twenty, and then you've got your specialty ones, your convention ones that creep up even higher. Oh, really? They do that? Yeah, and then you've got certain chase ones, so like you get them in a six or eight pack box, and like of that box, only one of them's a certain one, so it's the chase one. I asked, uh, I, I was chit-chatting back and forth with Eric from Calabunga, and he talked about maybe doing a, uh, a little bit of a spotlight on their, uh, retailer end about kind of how Funkos work because I had I had a whole bunch of questions because I'm, I'm like if I'm going to get into this I'm kind of curious how this all works so you're going to start um, amassing Funko Pops no I have I have my Mega Man I have my uh, my uh, my characters from a few video games and stuff that I had just chilling around here a couple little ones that I got on the cheap um, but like I wanted the Saga ones and, like, there's one that you can only get from a diamond retailer to get a certain version of, so I have to make sure I get that one because I want that one to match. Yeah. And then, like, if I want a certain, if I want the uh, the babysitter, what's her face, I have to go to Hot Topic. I'm not sure if I'm going to venture into there to get that one. So there's Don't act there. like you don't go there for your emo wear. <laughs> so, but yeah, there's a few things, but I'm not completely sure how the Funko things work, but I, I know that Saga set I kind of uh, have my eye on. Ah. Yeah, the, If for those of you who want to hear more about Funko Pop ordering, the latest episode of the Cowcast is out um, from our friends at Cowabunga, and they talk about uh, Funkos and some other specialty items that, okay. so, yeah, that, 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 that comic that shops you, order. That's the issue that they're going to do the follow-up on those things. Awesome, yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is something here that I am interested in, in the IDWs of the world. Um, I enjoy the Gears of Weirs, Gears of <laughs> War series. Gears of Weirs series. Gears of Weirs. So, um, I like it. The Rise of Ram by Curtis Weeby is very intriguing to me. So I will be jumping on that because I'm a, a fan of that series. And uh, that character Ram is responsible for one of my, one of uh, the best cut scenes in that series. And a part that I'll remember for a long time. And I can no longer be snobbish about video game tie-ins and comics because I love Injustice so much. So. Yeah, this is true. This is true. So there you go. Dude, everybody went nuts. Did you see who the DLC characters for Injustice 2 are? No. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So now Nightwing can flight Donatello. How cool is that? I, I Is that cool? Yes. Okay, that's cool. Yes. <laughs> Just tell me you like it. Yes. <laughs> Uh, anything now, else in IDW? We, did we already get... Okay, there was some scuttlebutt, and I don't know if I missed it. G.I. Joe. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think we, we just missed it, because we've got, like, essentially a female version of Snake Eyes hitting the ground. And it is an 
awesome. The birth and, the birth and rebirth of an all new Snake Eyes here in uh, GI Joe Real American Hero 248, and it's a female Snake Eyes. So is this uh, a first appearance, or did we miss that on the previous uh, cameo appearance for the 147? That's what I gotta look at, look into exactly, because it is. I've seen stills and I've seen seen uh, covers of that character. It is a really cool looking character. I don't know a whole lot about the collectability of GI Joe, but I know uh, Snake Eyes was always one of my favorites, and this character looks pretty awesome and striking as well. So if I can grab the ground floor on that one, I'm gonna jump in. So it's two forty eight. We're talking about yeah, GI Joe two forty eight. Yeah, GI Joe two forty eight. So I know. Like, but, that's going to be your birth but, and rebirth of the all-new Snake Eyes. So but this is part three, that. so is it possible you're two behind? That's that's what i got to find out. Yep. How do we miss that? Because we're not big G.I. Joe people. That's and I true. saw it kind of on the outskirts and, and just didn't have the ability. Because uh, we don't have a LCS around here necessarily that I could walk in and be yeah. like, all right, I need to do some G.I. Joe research. Ask Eric. See if they put it yeah, on the shelves. Yeah. Tell him to go, to, go flip through... <laughs> Two forty six. Read it to us over the phone, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, I don't see anything else. Yeah, it's like for IDW and me. So we've got that cool cover and image of Walking Dead one seventy five with the oh, stormtroopers. I'm buying a ten pack. The New World Order, man, that looks really cool. Um. Who knows what it means, if anything, but it's just a really cool cover by Charlie Adler, and um, they look out, they look uh, armed to bear, and like they haven't been through a uh, apocalypse. True, true, <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. What's the price on that book? Oh my goodness, it's three ninety nine. It is three ninety nine. What? What? We have questions. Am I paying three ninety nine for thirty two pages of a black and white book? Still, yes. How Are many people going to jump off because of this? No. How, 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 do I still need ten? Do you still need ten though? <laughs> oh. Okay. It says new friends, new enemies. If that's legitimately true, those books will skyrocket in value, just like every new friend and new enemy we've ever seen in yeah. a book gonna make it into the show eventually but i always i always i always praised robert kirkman for always holding the line at 299 yeah now and now we have just saga well huh and now it'll just be be saga pretty much and now i am looking if you're looking at a physical book i am looking at a robert kirkman book on page 186 that is six dollars any robert kirkman book that is four dollars what was it what's the other one invincible invincible the uh is that the last one Fifty-six pages, six bucks. Okay, you're allowed that. You're allowed. I'll allow it as well. I'll allow this Walking Dead hiccup. Do we think that's a permanent price move? Yes. Why would he do that? I wonder. I don't know. I don't like it. Mm. Well, okay. Uh, He towed the line at two ninety-nine for one hundred and seventy-four issues. That's pretty good. I know. Hmm. Can yeah. I be mad or can I? Do I, I don't know. I don't it? know. I, I think we should just be grateful we got it for as long as we did for the price we got. Oh, I wanted to hold the line. You know, you should complain more about uh, metal being six bucks. 
or duly noted Deadpool being nine ninety nine. I never bought those. I don't buy those. All right, so I'm getting Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, is it worth six dollars to just say I have the finale of Invincible? I think so. I like I like final issues. Yeah, I know. I've got several. I've got several, and I like to just grab those. And it's a nice bookend if you have first and last, or if you just have last. It's fun too. On the next page, Days of Hate, number one of twelve. Super shocked they're telling us this is a mini of 12. Normally it's not something that we get that information. Normally yeah. they just spring the end of it on us. Uh, a less caught on uh, writing. And the art by Denigel Zazuj. There are... We- there Fantastic. Are, there are umlauts and things above Zs. Yeah. And I'm not sure in my hillbilly brain how those things are pronounced. Yeah. Um, nor how do you pronounce something that ends in LJ? So moving on, moving on. Did are you getting that one? Does that yeah, look good? Yeah, yeah, why not? The United States of America, 2022. The loss that ripped them apart drove one into the arms of the police state, and the other towards a guerrilla war against the white supremacy. Now they meet again. This is a story of a war. Cool. We've got dissonance number one. This is written by Sinji Negroho with art by Sammy Basri and a cover by Var Sam Kurnia. Golly, we are just hitting the jackpot with these. What happened to like Bob Ross? Yeah. <laughs> Bob Ross needs to do some Happy Cloud comics, man. Yeah. Uh, in an alternate world where Earth is populated with powerful human spirit hybrids called Phantasmen. Folky and Royce Herviette, two siblings with opposing worldviews, hey, it's you and me, are challenged <laughs> to prove their worth and take up their parents' positions in a devious group who secretly run the world. Meanwhile, Seraphim, a Phantasman warrior guard, is sent to prevent a catastrophic event from affecting the Earth and its own universe. Oh, God, such a complicated solicit. I am abstaining from the future adventures of Nick Wilson, number one. Fix is back. Say what? Fix is back. Fix number 13. Oh, yeah, fix number 13. Thank goodness. Roy to the rescue. What about the Ice Cream Man, number one, from W. Maxwell Prince? Ooh, what's that about? Oversized first printing, so $4 for 40 pages, I will allow. Ice Cream Man is a genre-defining comic book series featuring disparate, D-I-S-P-A-R-A-T-E, one-shot tales of sorrow, wonder, and redemption. Each installment features its own case of strange characters dealing with their own special Sunday of suffering. And... On the periphery of all of them, like the twinkly music of its colorful truck, is the Ice Cream Man, a weaver of stories, a purveyor of sweet treats. Friend, foe, god, demon, the man who with a snap of a finger, lickety-split, can change the course of your life forever. I'm slightly weirded out. Mm. Yeah. Um, Since it's an oversized first issue, I will give it a shot, but I have very little interest. Yeah. Ooh, postal mark number one, one shot. Yeah, it's it's coming out with the postal, um, same month as as postal twenty five, which is the final 
issue of Postal. So Postal ends, and then we're going to do two one-shots. This one takes place one year after that finale. Yeah, and we'll do one with Mark and one with his mom and kind of do tie up everything. So that tells you uh, Mark and his mom both make it out of Postal. (laughs) Whoops. Whoopsie. Uh, We've got Sex Criminals back as well, Sex Criminals 21, with a triple X cover by Chris Anka. Um, These are fun. And we like them. And especially if you ever, if you go to a lot of cons and these artists are there, they love to sign these. Yep. Zdarsky has a huge line, though. Who does? Zdarsky. Well, yeah. I assume they both will. Chris Anka doesn't, though. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, sorry. I was thinking, sorry, I was thinking the actual artist. But yeah, yeah, the, uh, the Triple X cover artists are always that, on yeah. there, usually. Yeah. You don't listen when I talk. What? Who are you? What's yeah, you? yeah. Sorry. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Beauty number nineteen. Um, once yeah. again, this is a awesome, awesome book, and uh, everybody should be reading it. Evolution number three. We just heard the evolution number one. Going back for a second print. Okay. I'm trying to think of what happened in evolution number one. I don't know if I read it. I don't think I've read it yet. Maybe it hasn't come out yet. Yeah. Did you read? Have you read it? Yeah. Nope. Gasolina, I've read. Eh, it's okay. <laughs> Anything? All right. That's about all I got. Outcast number thirty-three. Yeah. Paper Girls 19. The end of the first arc of Redlands. The uh, the homage cover to Royal City number 9 is... What is it? What is that? Help, help, me with, help me with that cover. It says Sonic Youth, but I don't recognize that cover. That's, that's been the name of their thing, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I don't know what. Yeah, they what album that is. Um, I kind of recognize that font being up there over top of the photo, but I don't know what they're parodying when the photo. Ugh, bummer. I don't who. Nineties indie bands are would be my Jeopardy for. Double Jeopardy question. I would crush that. <laughs> and I, man. Hmm. No idea. I'll have to look it up. But anyway, if you if you're collecting those others that were super cool, don't forget that one. Yeah, don't forget to snag that one up. Uh, throw away so. I think that's might be that might be it. A bunch of ongoings and stuff that uh either has taken hold or hasn't taken hold. Wanna shoot over to Marvel? Sure. Sorry, I was trying to research that Royal Cities number nine for you. Oh, that's nice. Well I'll take while you're doing that I'll 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 tell you about Old Man Hawkeye number one. Um by Ethan Sachs with art by Marco Cicetto. And this is uh, starts the story arc, An Eye for an Eye. It is a three ninety nine book. 
Um, but the superheroes have fallen. The country has been divided into territories controlled by supervillains. Among the wastelands lives Clint Barton, one of the few Avengers to survive. But it's been 45 years and he is no Avenger. Trying to eke out a living any way he can, the former Hawkeye is confronted with a startling discovery. The sharpshooter is going blind. With time running short, Clint realizes there's one last thing he wants to see. Revenge for his com- fallen comrades in arms. So, uh, I am think this is cool. And this is going to take place five years before uh, Old Man Logan. The classic okay. Old Man Yoke, Logan. Um, so, it might lead into it eventually in those... Is it a 12 issue? Did I say it was a 12 issue? I, I didn't catch how many. Yeah, it's a 12 issue miniseries. Maxi-series. I do like that world, so that that is supremely interesting. Oh yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm checking that out. I think it, it looks pretty darn cool. Man, who knew that they were doing that whole Phoenix Resurrection? They were going to release the next four in the same month. Yeah, interesting, huh? Yeah. We've got a uh, Legion number one. Capitalizing on the hugely unpopular TV series, um, <laughs> I don't know. Did it get canceled already? Is it yes, still? Yes, it, 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 it got canceled already. Um, Agent Number One by Peter Milligan, with art by Wilfredo Torres, and a cover by Javier Rodriguez. And Wilfredo Torres did Moon Knight covers, or did Moon Knight art? I didn't know that. Did you know that? Did not. Hmm. Interesting. Um, uh, hopefully you know enough about Legion. Uh, the cover looks horrible. Yeah, cover looks bad. Um, so I'm running away with it from this. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get this. Rogue and Gambit seems interesting. They're some of my favorite characters from the '90s cartoon. All right. <laughs> you don't seem as impressed as I was. No, no. Uh, willing to give us do. Rise of the Black Panther, another shot. Nope. By Ta-Nehisi Coates. Yeah, I didn't like him the last time he wrote Black Panther. I'm not going to like him this time. You don't think he's got his sea legs under him yet? Nope. There's a Human's Judgment Day, number one. I'm guessing uh, a little more of the same there. Mm-hmm. Uh, X-Men. Man, another. Okay, we got Amazing Spider-Man, Venom Inc., Omega number one. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. So that means it's over, and <clears throat> but we're gonna do one more. What that means? Yep. Gotcha. Cash grab. Let's get ourselves another five dollars. Avengers uh, ships three times in the month. 676, 77, and 78. Which is interesting. The Zdarsky Spider-Man is on 299, so 300 will be the month after that. Oh, remember, if you recall, when ASM went to 300, what a big deal it was. Yes, I do. That's why I was curious. Yeah. Or maybe an homage cover. 
Maybe an homage cover. How many times has that has that thing been homaged though? <laughs> it's been homaged to death. Frank Castle War Machine Part Three, Punisher two twenty. And coincidentally, Punisher just came out on Netflix today and I have not watched it. Oh, is that out? No, that's cool. So I saw the, f- I read the first Moon Knight, Moon Knight 188, mm-hmm. and um, it was a really cool, creepy, horror-type origin story that Moon Knight didn't happen to be in. But you got, We got a new villain, though, right? But we got a new villain out of it. Yeah. And um, so this continues, uh, the Sun King. Um, it looks like Bushman is going to be reintroduced again, which is his classic villain. It's his Joker that never quite rose to the Joker status. Um, and so uh, Max Bemis and Jason Burroughs are doing a really good job uh, with this launch. At least, at least as you want, I thought was really great. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm kind of excited about where it's going, but you know me. I'm in the bag for Moon Knight, so... Uh, I don't know if it'll take off or anybody else will read it, but uh, I, it's it's competently done by a, a good writer and a really great artist. Again, <laughs> <laughs> the the deck is stacked in its favor. It just can it get it done. Yeah, can it get it done on its way to two, the number two hundred? That is a cool looking Moon Knight cover, though. It's great, isn't it? That is awesome. That is all I have in Marvel. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. Me too. Now, I don't go by publisher in the digital side, so this is going to be disjointed. And so you just find something that you like and read it, and then I will do the same. And I don't know if we'll ever be able to cross each other's paths in the back half. Yeah. Yep. There's yet another uh, Assassin's Creed. This is Assassin's Creed Origin. Um, this seems to do well. And Titan's got the license now. I don't know if they always have or not. But, they uh, have. Titan has all the video game properties. It seems like they did uh, Dark Souls. They had uh, several of those properties. They had, uh, what the heck? Two or three other ones. Dishonored and a few things that I've picked up from them. Mm-hmm. Um, from Dynamite, uh, Peter David is writing a new comic called BSG versus BSG. Uh, is it Battlestar Galactic? Is that what that is? Oh, that's cool. Okay, and so uh, I haven't seen anything from Peter David for a little while, so um, that's kind of cool. I'm not a big Battlestar Galactica fan, but the people that are are kind of rabid fans, so this this might be uh, either well-received or under the radar because of the way it's titled. Um, And uh, it it could be in demand. Tons of covers for that. Mm-hmm. No new number one from Aftershock, but a continuation of a couple things I was excited for last month with the Backways by Justin Jordan and then mm. Paul Allers on the Monstro Mechanica. Kind ah, of interesting very nice. Looking things. Very nice. 
So boom, Brilliant trash. The, my Tim Seeley book. Oh, very cool. Uh, so Boom Studios is doing um, Abbott number one, which is written by Saladin Ahmed, with art by Sammy Cavella. Um, and Saladin Ahmed is doing Black Bolt, which I really like that first arc of. So uh, I really like this cover. It's it looks it looks kind of cool. Um, it's about one woman's search for the truth that destroyed her family. Hard-nosed, chain-smoking tabloid reporter Alina Abbott investigates a series of grisly crimes that the police have ignored. Crimes she knows to be the work of dark occult forces. Forces that took her husband from her. Forces she has sworn to destroy. So that's kind of cool. Um, I'm looking forward to that. And that's definitely going to go on the, on the list. Someone told me Riverdale Season 2 is on Netflix. i got to catch back up. Riverdale's already over? I think. Someone said that. I don't wow. Lying wow. or not. Wow. I have yet to watch the first episode. Oh, you know, you didn't watch season one? No, I watched season one. Of okay. first, first episode of season two. I don't know if I'm just in a pessimistic mood about the back half of this. This month, but I don't know. From Alterna Comics, we've got another dollar fifty comic. Uh, this is a three-issue miniseries called Go West. Uh, the first issue uh, is written by Garrett Gunn with art by Sean Forney. Now seeking a life of peace, Slade the Blade used to be one of the deadliest men in the New West. When his family is brutally mur murdered, Slade embarks on one of the grimmest, grittiest, and goriest tales of revenge that the world has ever seen. Um, I'll still all in on uh, Alterna, so uh, I'm gonna check that out for sure. You are banging that drum still, brother. Yeah. Uh, the Amped Project. I don't know if we've talked about that before. Is that new? I think uh, it is. I think it's not we new. About it. No, we haven't talked. About oh it. no, we haven't talked about it. Um, uh, so Amp Number One from Red Giant, uh, written by Brian Augustine with art by Pasquale Quilero. The Amp Project is a revolutionary method for giving mobility to people with that that face physical challenges by allowing them to transfer their minds into android bodies. Funded by the government, the prototypes have vast powers and military applications, which now puts the young test subjects in the crosshairs of powerful enemies that want the technologies for themselves. So, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Red Giant's been kind of percolating up more and more lately. catching my eye on the back. Alrighty. Well, we still have a sneak peek to get through, Kyle. There you go. And I guess we'll start 
this is this is stuff that came out that's coming out this week, right? November twenty second, right before Thanksgiving. Yep. So head over to previewsworld.com. We'll click on November twenty second, and we'll see what's coming out this coming Wednesday. Drew, let's start up with our sneak peek. Let's start where we always start in Dark Horse. Right, right, right before you go have a turkey dinner, you run to the comic shop the day before, get some stuff so you can get through all that family time. Just link off and read some comics. And in Dark Horse, you might as well grab nothing. Another, <laughs> Another goose egg issue of Tomb Raider, Survivor's Crusade. He's a bit interesting, but there's nothing. You don't need him, so I haven't been yeah. reading it anymore. All right, let's head on down DC. Uh, Astro City 49, I'm excited about that. About myself. <laughs> Just me. Um, Doomsday, but, clock number one. That'll be big. That'll be big. I'm excited about that. What is that, a, a midnight release variant? 11.57 release variant edition, the slightly before midnight. Huh. Kind of cool. Harley but, Quinn cover B. that because the, uh, the clock imagery is that's, not quite to midnight? Yeah, that's kind of what I was looking at, too. Oh, that's neat. Of course, Ooh. I got lenticular coming. Oh, and promo pins. <laughs> what one of those? Yeah. So uh, I I think I've got standard cover on on Doomsday Clock. Yeah. But I'm excited to read it and part of me was like resistant, but now I'm kind of excited about it. So re-releasing the trade for Superman American Alien. Um buy it again. <laughs> buy it again. Yeah. Uh, Imaginary Friends number 1, it's a 6 issue miniseries is written by your boy Tim Seeley. With yeah. art by Stephen Molnar, um, Polly Peach Pit. These were the words ten-year-old Brink Collie said when she f- was found covered in her own blood by the woods in rural Cannon Falls, Minnesota. Minnesota. Her best friend Melba had just attempted to murder her because a spider girl named Polly Peach Pit told her to. Told her to. Oh my. So, yeah. Since that day, Melba has spent seven years in a mental health facility. Tomorrow's her 18th birthday. Tomorrow she'll be transferred to a federal prison. Tomorrow her real sentence will begin. Wow. Yeah. So it looks kind of cool. We have the penultimate commandy challenge with Rob Williams on writing <laughs> and Walt Simonson on art. Oh, you even dusted off that gem for a while. Yeah, penultimate, my favorite. <laughs> Anything else Mm-mm. in DC? Nope. Probably, but I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Woman 35 cover B is not prison. Yeah, that's weird, huh? Yeah. Alright, let's head on down to IDW. I've got the final. Oh, yeah. Didn't do it. Is that the final clue? I see what you did there. Is that the final issue of Clue? Uh, yes. Okay. And it's the final issue of Wormwood Goes to Washington, the Ben Templesmith book. 
Yep, three of three. Besides that, nothing. Alright, let's head on down image. Hmm. God Complex One Second Printing. Does that look any does that look the same as the first God, God Complex printing? I think it's the yeah, same cover. Yeah, I think it's the same. Your boy your rat queens are back. Been a Good while. Them back. Yeah, it's it has. Been a while. Cover their cover B is by Boo. Sweeney Boo. Good old Sweeney Boo. God, I wish they'd bring Ruck up church just to do like B covers or something. Not in today's climate. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Void Trip, number one of five from Image Comics. Ryan O'Sullivan writing and Plaid Klaus on art from Ryan O'Sullivan, which we know from Turncoat and The Evil Within, Warhammer 40,000. And illustrator Plaid Klaus from Turncoat comes the story of Anna and Gabe, the last two humans left alive in the galaxy. They're low on fuel, they're low on food, and they're low on... Psychedelic space fruit. Who names their kid Plaid? I don't know. Fruit spelled with two O's. It's weird, too. But they're still determined to make the promised land. Hippie paradise, super planet euphoria. This is the story of their journey, the friends and enemies. Of their journey, the friends and enemies they made along the way, and how the universe responded to those who dared to live freely within it. This is going to be wacky. Yeah, super wacky. Image a little light this time. Yeah, well, it's pre-Thanksgiving. Yeah, true. All right, Marvel. What you got for me, Marvel? Legacy Wolverine. Hmm. Star Wars 39, The Ashes of a Jedi. That's a cool looking cover. Yeah. wonder what's going on in uh, Moon, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. It's the Fantastic Three Part 1. I was going to say, we get, we're heading towards the Fantastic Four. We have uh, the Fantastic Three. Interesting. Silver Sable, Luke Cage, Invincible Iron Man. Not a lot that I'm really messing with. Mm-mm. your Vows there. All new Wolverine up there. The all new Wolverine is the Orphans of X Part 3. Alright. Anything else you want to talk about? In no. Marvel. no. Let's dig through the back half, see what we can find. Well, we've got a rare Amigo Comics offering for number one. This is called Apocalypse Girl. Um, it's written by El Torres, who does most, if not all, of the Amigo Comics. <laughs> um, art by Ramillo Barala. And uh, I think these are all black and white. Um, and maybe this one isn't, but I thought most of them were. 
low print runs, um, and uh, hard to get. People that like them are, they really like them. So uh, usually worth picking up. And you usually double cover on these. Very cool. Here we have our Betty and Veronica Vixens number one. Of course, you and I pre-ordered cover C, the super secret Fiona Staples cover. And we get a peek of that here. Yeah. Exciting. Absolutely. Doppelganger number one is another Alterna Comics. This is written by Jordan Hart with art by Emmanuel Zerks Javier. Another $1.50 comic about timid computer engineer Dennis Zinman gets his life turned inside out after a car crash leaves him with a concussion and a demon. Believing that he's hallucinating as a real result of his head injury, Dennis's grip on reality fully unravels when an evil version of himself begins to torment him. Kind of like how Killer Be Killed started. Yeah. Long shot number one from Scout Comics. Matthew Ehrman on writing. Lisa Sterl on the art. Stranger Things meets Ghost World in a long, long, <clears throat> in long last, the haunting story of two estranged sisters who find themselves drawn back to their small southern hometown to unlock the disturbing mysteries that are hidden there. With all roads leading back to their enigmatic, secretive mother, join Scout Comics as they proudly be debut this compelling, harrowing journey through family relationships, childhood trauma, and southern gothic horror. Sounds kind of cool. No doubt. What What, what was that? What, um, what was the publisher? Scout. Scout. Motor Girl 10. We talked about it ending. Number 10 of 10. The last Motor Girl. Yep. Uh, Red from Red Giant is villain number one. Uh, it's a five-issue miniseries. Written by Neil Adams. Yeah, that Neil Adams. And uh, he's also doing the cover. What the interior art is Mikhail Bergfist. If you're interested in Neil Adams stuff. There's War Stories. Number 25. And I handed my copy of War Stories number 1 to the man himself. And as he was signing it, he was like, This is one of my favorites. <laughs> I love, I love this. I thought that was cool. Very nice. You know what wasn't one of his favorites? Rover Red Charlie. <laughs> I was like, I was like, hey man, uh, I think you'll think you'll do another volume of of this, or did you tell the story? And he's like, no, it's done. <laughs> I, I told enough stories of dogs licking themselves. <laughs> no, that's all there is. Okay. Thanks for keeping the dream alive. <laughs> all right, Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I ask you for your pick of the week. What is the one book that you're going to venture out the day before Thanksgiving when you're out there telling everybody you're picking up a pumpkin pie at the last minute? You're actually sneaking into your comic book shop <laughs> to get what book, Drew? What's the one you think you need to get? I'm going to get the Fiona Staples cover. There you go. 
That would be Betty and Veronica Vixens, number one, cover C. And I'm going to take a shot on Long Lost, number one, from Scout Comics, if you can find it. Sounds interesting enough. And I like some of the stuff that Scout Comics has done from those smaller publishers. True. Yeah. And are we going to try to do an, an episode on Black Friday? Sure. I mean, if you All are. Right. All right. All right. So, well. We'll have back-to-back episodes in the next yeah. couple of weeks. Right. And I think it's worth going and picking up Doomsday Clock number one, Lenticular. I don't think they'll be short, uh, but I do think uh, that will be a very good series. So I'm looking forward to that. So I think yeah. it's worth grabbing up. Agreed. Good old Jeff Johns writing that beast. All right, Drew, it's good to be back with you again this week. So we, we had a, a long episode. We had a lot more to catch up on and catch back up on and Get everything concise and ready to rock. Uh, we'll be back with you hopefully next week for a more normal episode as we finish up November. And uh, maybe we'll jump into some of this uh, movings of different people from Marvel to DC and no longer at Marvel. I'd like to pick your brain on a couple of what this means for DC and what this means for Marvel in general with losing some of this talent. So hopefully we'll get into that next week if that's okay with you. Um but we want to thank you for listening to Comics with Front and Profit. Thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself. Feel free to drop us a line at our Facebooks, our Twitters. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, drop us a five-star review. Thank you once again. So for Drew and for myself, see ya. <laughs>